The information provided in this podcast episode is for educational and entertainment purposes only and is in no way a replacement for a therapeutic relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Dr. Renee Sunday is a dynamic individual who has been ranked as one of the top 100 anesthesiologists in the United States. She is a media mogul and professional who specializes in helping entrepreneurs be seen, be heard, and get paid. She's also an author and grief counselor who assists those who've endured difficult or life-changing experiences. Her unique and proven approaches have been very successful in helping many people overcome challenges and live and walk in their purpose. She knows what it feels like to be unsure of the future. She once went from making hundreds of thousands of dollars to nothing in one day. She's had to rebuild as an entrepreneur and is now a highly successful one. She travels the nation instructing others on how to make the leap into entrepreneurship, build their dreams, their brand, and make money. Dr. Sunday is the author of several books such as The Real Estate Mandate, The Entrepreneur Mandate, Sunday Grief MD, 50 Things a Lady Needs to Know About a Car, and many others. Family, let's welcome Dr. Renee Sunday to the Minding My Black Business Podcast. Welcome, Welcome to Minding My Black Business. Business. All right, family, I am so excited about our guest today. Uh, she is so special, and we are going to talk about some things that we haven't talked about before. Uh, so before I get into all of that and, and spill some of that information, let me welcome Dr. Renee Sunday. Welcome to the Minding My Black Business podcast. I am so excited to be here. Thank you so much. This is a, such an honor. Oh, my goodness. Thank you for carving out some time. Um, so let's get right into it because I think everybody's going to be glued to their headsets when they hear this. Uh, so can you introduce yourself and then let the family know where they can find you? Yes, it's amazing. You know, it's so hard to really talk about yourself. So it's so <laughs> So I am Dr. Renee Sunday. I'm known as the platform builder. And what that is, I help people uh, pretty much identify their purpose if they're not aware. And then we create platforms so they can be seen, be heard, and guess what? Get paid. The ching-ching part. Yes, ma'am. I have been grace that I am an international speaker. I'm a best-selling author of several books. I am an award-winning publisher. I'm the host of Good Deeds Radio, TV, and Magazine. We're based here in Atlanta, Georgia, hot wow. ATL. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I am a board-certified anesthesiologist. Uh, the, I've been grateful that I have been awarded the top anesthesiologist in the United States, uh, not once, but twice. Oh, so wow. I've been practicing for about 18 years. So it's funny now that people say, I've seen you somewhere before. And uh, <laughs> so they said, uh, you're my doctor, but I think I've seen you somewhere. So people have seen me on television. Um, I am also in the fivefold ministry in regards of my spirituality background, but it stems over in everything that I do and say. But the main thing I like people to know is I'm a servant. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like helping people. I, 
I mean, I can really give the shirt off my back, if you will, <laughs> because I've been there in poverty. So I, I know what it feels like. I don't want anybody else to be there. So I try to do that. Uh, the easiest way to get in contact with me is um, our website, which is ReneeSunday.com. Of course, that's www.ReneeSunday, like the day of the week, S-U-N-D-A-Y.com. And that would direct you to all of our social media uh, that's plugged in. But thank you so much for that to me. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So we will add all those links and pages so that people can find you and learn more about what you do and, and work with you because you do offer some support to entrepreneurs as well. Um, so we want to make sure that they can make those things happen for themselves. Um, so how did entrepreneurship find you? So you talked about being an anesthesiologist and all these other hats that you wear. How did you how did you make that leap from from that to entrepreneurship, how did how did it become part of your life? Now that's an amazing question, an awesome question for this amazing platform. Well, you know, life happens. I have to start with that. Life mm -hmm. happens. Uh, I was enjoying anesthesia, but be honest, I was praying God increase my territory. A lot of times we say that we don't know what the steps we have to do <laughs> mm -hmm. to get there. Uh, about seven years ago. Uh, my brother passed away, um, and the thing that was so traumatic about that, it was uh, the first time someone in my immediate family that passed away. Mm. Uh, and I want to say like it really is. It was my therapy. My therapy was writing. Mm -hmm. My therapy was writing my thoughts down. And before I knew it, <laughs> I was writing a lot. You know, now we call it journaling, but you know, right. pretty much you writing on newspaper, you writing on napkins, uh, you know, you saying it in the telephone. And I took a class. That's why I love the value of technical colleges, uh, community colleges. Uh -huh. I took a class for $24. Oh, wow. I'm, I have to tell you, it was $24. And wow. the first assignment was write 900 words about something that's so close to you. Well, at that time, all that journaling came in handy because it was my brother that was so close to me and I wanted to express that even on a deeper level. Mm -hmm. So that actually, that information and that 900 words became actually my first book. Now, if you remember back in 2013, if you can remember that far back, uh, it wasn't too many physicians uh, on, and, and businesses, if you really look at it, on social media. So I had to get on social media to promote my book. Right. And so that's how I got on in, me, in social media. And then people would inbox me, you know, not with the restrictions that we have now. Right. And say, how can you be so positive? You know, videos weren't big back then. This is just mm -hmm. posts was so positive talking about grief. Right. And so one young lady actually asked me, not even talking to me on the phone, not even no, really knowing, have met me in person, wanted me to be in her, be a co-host of her radio and TV show. So that's how I got in media. But you know, whatever you do, you have to monetize it. So right. I actually stepped out a leap of faith uh, a year after that, because everybody was telling me, Dr. Sunday, you should do your own thing. I'm like, what? <laughs> so I leaped out, and that's how the media side of me came in. But then people start asking me, 
what building blocks have you experienced that you are you you're in anesthesia you're in media you in you know you publish the book all this stuff how are you able to do that but the skill sets that i learned in anesthesia i just moved them right over to my business and so that's how i actually got into the point of doing all the businesses that I do, especially helping startups, helping people scale, helping people get that greatness aside. So, and make sure we actually got to be seen, be heard, and get paid. I know that's a long end, but it, uh -huh. the key is I have to let people know it's a journey. I wasn't the one that went to work and say I didn't want to work. I was the one that actually a life trauma happened and then it actually pushed me really into my purpose. Wow. You know, I think that that is something that probably rings true for a great deal of folks that you sort of get to a place where either you hit a wall or exactly like you said, life happens and then you realize I need to attend to this thing as opposed to continuing to do things the way I used to. Um, so kudos to you for listening to that call and then stepping up um, and doing those things. What have you learned in terms of like, so you start to integrate media into one of the things that you do. Um, and what have you learned in terms of like some of the basics about being interviewed? Uh, what are the best practices for entrepreneurs who want to add that to something that they do? Wow, then that's a powerful question. Now, the first thing, uh, before we even get to be <laughs> getting your business out there, we right. have to make sure we have the right mindset. Now, mm -hmm. people say, Dr. Sunday, everything you talk about, you have to go back to the mindset. And that's, you have to, because if you don't have the right mindset, mm -hmm. nothing else gonna work. So you have to realize that you are powerful, that you have a message that people need to hear right now. Actually, they need to hear it yesterday, but, mm -hmm. <laughs> but right now, you have to realize that you, what you say out of your mouth can actually transform somebody's life. Yeah. Now, you really sit in that and realize that, you know, and I always say if I'm talking to one person and change one person's life, that's going to impact really the whole world because it's going to impact them personally, their families, on and on and on. So the main thing is first, before we even get to number one, mm -hmm. <laughs> is make sure you have the right mindset. And yeah. then after that, we have to make sure that we have a why. Now, now, people say sometimes the why is financial freedom. Sometimes the why is, is, is uh, you know, leaving a legacy to your family. And some may be they just don't want to do a nine to five. So whatever your why, and the reason I say that, because that's going to push you when stuff happens. I'm going to say mm. stuff just like that. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's a basic thing. And B, have clarity. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the thing is, we grew really fast with our media and our businesses. Mm -hmm. uh, we grew real fast because less than one year, we was on Oprah Winfrey's platform. And less than one year, we was part of Bishop, Bishop Jake's media team, which we're grateful to still be that. And then now the things we do with the NFL and so many other people, we had to scale real quick. Absolutely. Uh, and, and the key is integrity you have to make sure and people said dr Sun, i know i know yes i have a lot of bells and whistles that make my team let me look good they have mm -hmm. me looking pretty uh -huh. but the thing is if i don't have that clarity if i didn't have that right mindset and if i didn't have the team around me 
Uh-huh. I wouldn't be there. Of course, we have to give, you know, glory to, and, you know, I believe in God. So that's, you know, way number one. <laughs> but we have to do the basis. The basis is the right mindset. We have to make sure we have the right people around us that's going to push us. And then we have to make sure that we have that why. Because when you get in a tough situation, you'll continue to move forward because you know your vision, you know your mission, uh-huh. and your why is going to push you even further. Wow. Absolutely. Absolutely. So how did you go about finding the right people around you? Now, whoo, now that's a good <laughs> one there. Now, I did make mistakes. I have to be transparent and honest. Because let me tell you this just real quick. Being in anesthesia, I'm, uh, I call myself, uh, and a lot of anesthesiologists does this as well, we're the police officer, if you will, of the operating room. So we don't let anything happen to the patient that don't supposed to happen, okay? Right. Uh, and so the thing about it is, what I'm trying to tell you is I used to, I'm a leader. Mm. So the thing about it is a lot of times you want to micromanage and I'm going to confess. <laughs> I started off micromanaging. I started off wanting how people say, if anybody going to do it, you got to do it yourself. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> so I've made mistakes in that because uh, my thing is I was trying to do day job and mine and there's no mm. need to hire somebody if I'm going to do that. So I took ownership of that. And I actually start doing more self-care for myself. And you know what? If you get out of the people's way Mm. and let them allow their gifts to come out. Mm -hmm. I I got a prime example. My graphic designer, we have a couple, uh, about three on the team now. But I told him one day that I wanted a graphic. And I didn't say nothing else. I told him what it was about. And it blew my mind. Mm. And I said, I had to apologize that I was in his way and didn't allow, because I used to find a graphic that I like similar, have a color that you have to be, stay out of their way. So you will make mistakes. Mm -hmm. Let me just be transparent. You will have people come in your corner that just want to take, take, take and not give, give, give. Mm -hmm. But you actually will find uh, the person that needs to be in your corner. Now, a lot of times, if you even look at Oprah Winfrey, if you even look at Bishop Jake, I think if I'm not, I may be wrong, but it's less than 15 people actually runs Bishop Jake's enterprises mm. on, his, on his business side. Right. <laughs> so right. it's not a big team, if you will, but the people that's dedicated, but you have to stay out of their way that they can actually show their gifts. And the right. things they have inside needs to come out as well. Because it's not all about me. It's about what they have inside that needs to come out. And we can actually impact and influence other people that they can do the same. Mm, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Okay, so let's say that an entrepreneur has started to do these things. They have their team around them they know their vision and their mission for their business they are feeling like they are dealing with the right mindset and they are now interested in sort of spreading their message to get more either in front of the camera or maybe they've even been approached um, by someone to be a part of their show or podcast or whatever what are some things that would be um, helpful for them in terms of either Um, their response to those requests um, or things that maybe they should watch out for in terms of how people might uh, reach out to them? What would be helpful for them? 
well. <laughs> That's very important. Woo! Now, <laughs> I, I have to tell this story real quick. When I'm with Oprah Winfrey's team contacted me, you know they already had checked me out, okay? Of course, so you yeah. Need sure, <laughs> you need to make sure your social media presence and your website, first of all, they talk to each other, meaning that they are consistent, they in alignment. You know, you're not doing anything on social media that they can't, you know, they'll pull up and say, ooh, now my niece actually went through that getting into college. Nowadays, when you get in college, they have your Instagram, Snapchat, or whatever right. the kids are using, and special for employment as well. Uh -huh. and, and I've heard that, that even nowadays, when you get in a major contract, that's what they pull up. So we need to actually make sure our social media is, is alignment with that vision mission that we talked about earlier. But mm -hmm. also when people contact you, you need to do your due diligence. Uh -huh. You need to be able to see what they stand for. Uh -huh. One thing I tell people and the people that I actually teach to do their own podcast and people I teach how to be guests on different platforms is know something about their platform. You have researched them. You know what their theme is. Now, I wouldn't be, I know everybody loves animals. I do too. Uh -huh. But if I'm on a show talking about uh, uh, sports and it's a pet show, that may not work out. <laughs> So you have to do your due diligence. And the thing is, I always say that you're going on their platform. Uh -huh. I would have been looking kind of funny if I was on Oprah Winfrey platform saying something about Good Deeds Radio and TV. Uh -huh. Now, I'm her platform, even on Bishop Jake, even the NFL, a lot of that footage I have to give to them. Uh -huh. But my name is not on, you may see me on the picture or the, or the, the, the B-roll. Right, right, <laughs> right. You have to respect everybody else's platform. Right. Uh, you really have to do that. And especially, uh, you know, when they tell you to share the information, please share it. Because uh -huh. the thing about it, that one person, it may be one person, but it probably is going to be much millions of people that's going to see that advertisement. And guess what? They will be encouraged and motivated that they can continue in this journey we call life. Uh -huh. So you have to do that. So check them out. Then the next thing, and, I, and, and oh Lord, this is something I say, oh Lord, oh, make sure you have a professional picture. I, uh -huh. I know these, our cell phones are amazing. The iPhones are amazing. The Android, they are amazing. But you really want to have a professional picture that you can send. I actually, uh, me, I have a, a a media kit, an EP, you know, electronic one as well. Uh -huh. And then I also have a Google link. You know, Google, the yeah. Google suite is free. Yeah. To a certain point, you know, if you've got a lot of those bells and whistles, they try to try. <laughs> it's a little charge. But have a link already with uh -huh. all your pictures. Because one thing, and people laugh at me. Uh, let me say this quickly. Uh, when I'm speaking on an event, I ask them what color. Do you want my background? What uh -huh. outfit do you want me to have? Because I want to be part of their brand. I'm right. not there to showboat. I'm there to make their event successful for uh -huh. the people that's coming. And people are really impressed. They said, Dr. Sunday, nobody ever asked that. Uh -huh. I don't want to flash and have uh -huh. the wrong colors or the wrong meaning if I'm on your platform to speak. If only if I'm speaking three minutes, it doesn't matter. So those are the main things. But, you know, I have to say this, being a publisher, being a best-selling author, 
and being an international speaker were really, really open doors uh-huh. internationally, corporate, and even throughout the United States is having a book. I call it a market winning book because that book is actually is telling people what your business are. That is telling them the tips and strategies that they can do to get where you are. And that mm. actually puts you on a whole nother level of guess what? Being an expert. And guess mm. what? People will want to read your book because yeah. you're giving them what they need. So those are some some minor things just starting off. I mean, if, if you really have those things in place, you actually can can oh, it's plenty of media outlets. I yeah. mean, I have to give you a secret. Media outlets are looking for good content. They're looking for people that actually share their message and shine to the world to help others. So we have to have those things in place so we can shine. And then you know we got to be seen, be heard, and guess what? Get paid. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So what are some things that you've learned in your journey as you've, like, those are some golden tips. I actually was writing those down as you were talking. But <laughs> what are some things that you've learned in your own journey? about missteps like what are things to avoid when you start to integrate yourself um more and more media adding more of that to your business what are some missteps that that people can easily fall into well i think a lot of people uh, and I, I know we love to compare uh and and i'm gonna drop the name but everybody knows chick-fil-a Mm-hmm. Everybody talks about their customer service, but we need to make sure we actually have customer service at their level or even better. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, uh, and, and, and you have to, whatever you have on your site, whatever you do on social media, you have to make sure you have that customer service. So I, I really got that. I kind of got that from the medical field. Mm-hmm. And so I really think that people have to make sure they have that in place. Now, me personally, my mistakes, and, and, <laughs> and I laugh every time I say it, is, go, is going back to not allowing my staff to, to really uh, uh, show their gift. And my main challenge, you're going to laugh at this, is but sometimes uh, people may not know this. They say, for example, someone comes in with a car accident. Uh-huh. Uh, they unresponsive. Sometimes I do anesthesia, not even knowing their name, yeah. really not even knowing their exact weight, sometimes not even knowing their exact age. We approximate a lot of stuff and we don't have identification. Uh-huh. And I put that, I put, they go to sleep. I do my service. I make sure I do the standard of care, not even knowing who they are. Uh-huh. And sometimes I meet patients maybe five minutes before. Sometimes I have the luxury of 10 minutes, but it's usually short. The key that I had really uh, trouble with, I have some people say that they have watched me five years, four years, and they just buy my services. I really had an adjustment. Um, You know, and I love having a mentor and a coach, and I advise that for everyone. Uh Uh, But my coach really had to sit me down, and I really had to do personal development in that area. I'd be totally transparent Uh because... I say, I have, quote unquote, somebody's life in my hand and they don't even know I'm doing it. Right. And I'm doing it, expertise. I'm doing it, not taking shortcuts. And people can watch you five years and they'll finally... (laughs) Right. The like trusting factor that we talk about, yes. Uh Sometimes they like and trust you, but they've been wounded so much. Uh They have 
been hurt so much by other people taking advantage of you. They have to really watch you a long period of time. Right. So that's the thing that 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 uh, I think I had trouble with, and and I'm gratefully that I got over that mm-hmm. <laughs> because yeah. I didn't understand that uh, coming from. Uh, totally full time with anesthesia versus what the things that I do now. And the right. other thing is, I, I have to say is you have to charge your worth out the bat. Mm-hmm. I actually started off a lot of my things uh, free, which I'm not saying don't do stuff for free. You mm-hmm. know, if you have that unction, do stuff for free. Mm-hmm. But I think, and and my this is me personally coming from the medical field, which I'm you know I get paid for doing that. And then coming to totally free, you kind of, how can I say it? I guess psychologically, your audience get used to getting stuff for free. Uh So me and my team, that's when I knew I had to have a team, somebody that was specifically in branded, someone that actually could change my social media around because it was beyond my expertise because I had to change the audience from Free, 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 all across my forehead right. to now ching, ching, ching. And right. I'm not saying that, that I'm taking it. Of course, you want to monetize your brand. Right. Uh, people will actually do the work, if you will, if mm-hmm. they pay for it. Mm-hmm. And if it's too cheap, they're not going to do it either. Mm-hmm. You have to make sure you have your goals of your monetary goals for your business. Because the thing about it is to, to be able to continue your business, guess what? You actually have to have profit. And oh, we sure. know that we've heard that song and dance that a lot of businesses start and they out of, you know, they don't last a year. They don't last three years. Well, the thing about it is we have to make sure we have a strategy. We make sure we have the goals in place and we need to charge for our services because mm-hmm. people are transformed by what you do. Right. Absolutely. Oh, I, yes, 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 yes. So you, you sort of led into this, but I have a question about this. As much as you pour into others, how do you keep yourself balanced? I know you meant, you mentioned sort of having a mentor and coach, but what are the things that you do to take care of you as you like serve us all? How do you do that? Woo, now that's a good one. Now <laughs> self-care is actually one of my uh, uh, signature talk topics. And also I, I talk about uh, how to not self-sabotage yourself. Mm. I actually have done, <laughs> mm. I've done that, okay? But the thing is, I, 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 in the morning, I'm an early riser. I'm one of, you know, probably because of, you know, the anesthesia years. Uh-huh. Uh, I get up early in the morning. I make sure I... I, I write down and rehearse and meditate in the things that I'm grateful for. Mm. And then, you know, I, I'm a praying person, so I pray. I, I read my meditation for that day. And I, and I have to do that before I pour into others because I have a Facebook Live in the mornings. Okay. Uh, and, and a lot of times that's when people really feeling bad and down. And if you set the atmosphere, meaning coming in with that high energy, you can actually pour into somebody else. But if I'm coming with my cup half full, mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm going to be totally dehydrated if, you, <laughs> if I yeah. do that. So I have to have an overflow that I can actually give to others. So I very, I love self-care. I, I, I'm a big family-oriented person. You can tell I'm a Southern belle. Mm-hmm. I, I do the meditation. I do, I should be doing more exercise. I know my exercise person going to be listening. <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to 
don't get me. Yeah, so more exercise. And I've right. actually changed my diet. I, I do have that day that, you know, we, you do the things, that one, that one item that, that you mm-hmm. love dearly. Right. Uh, but I had to change those things because if I'm not feeling good, if I don't have that energy, I'm not able to serve others. Right. Uh, so I, I really, I do that, you know, I get my sleep, I get the exercise and, and something that was instilling me early, even in my anesthesia career, I, I pretty much take a vacation every three months mm. uh, because anesthesia, if you look it up, it's actually one of the very stressful uh, careers. Uh-huh. And then now since I'm doing that part time with almost four well, actually now five other businesses. <laughs> yeah. I have to make sure I stay balanced and have clarity of what I need to do right now and what I need to wait and do six months or a year. Absolutely. So I have to have that self-care. It's to the point that I'm back to what I was doing in, in, in medical school because I had a good friend that she didn't do anything on Fridays. Mm. I'm like, well, how am I gonna learn my stuff? And we partners, and uh, she don't do anything. <laughs> so I stopped doing stuff on Fridays. Yeah. So that came back in my spirit. So I rarely, you know, a lot of uh, careers do that nowadays. They right. don't do too much on Fridays. And you know what? That actually have allowed me to really, really excel in the things that I do because I have that time for self care, for right. family to relax, and just to. To, to be Renee. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love that tip. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Oh, my goodness, Dr. Sunday. You have been such a pleasure. You have given us such wonderful nuggets. I have a whole list of notes that I've been taking uh, during this whole time. Uh, but one thing that I want to ask you before we have to go is what does minding my black business mean to you? Wow. Now I could talk all day. <laughs> but we'll keep it, you know, I, I, as you can tell again, I'm from the South. My parents actually uh, were part of the civil rights. Mm-hmm. Uh, my uh, dad actually was baptized in the Pettus uh, uh, River. Okay. Uh, and that's where actually, if you've seen the Selma movie, right. that's the bridge that they uh, uh, marched across. Okay. My mom actually had to walk two almost three miles to school because they didn't do the, the you know, the boycott. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have deep roots in, 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 in that. And I actually remember uh, Martin Luther King as a child. And when he was assassinated, you know, I was months old because mm-hmm. that, <laughs> you know, and so I actually, I, I give back to our people and, and I'm not being racist by what I'm saying right. but the key is we actually need to be start we need to start at the same level right if we can start at the same level we actually can you know run the rest of the mile uh-huh. so I'm very determined of of helping I do go to different schools and speak about dreaming mm-hmm. uh, about being uh, uh, having those dreams and having that exposure because I didn't have a role model. My parents, they were, uh, they, they had a nine to five, yeah. but they taught us the skill sets of being a wonderful person, being a giver, being able to give back. Mm. And so that's, I think we need to make sure we have that mindset of giving back mm-hmm. and to help other people achieve their dreams and their businesses. You're and so right. we, if we get that in our mindset, uh-huh. that actually is going to go across the whole world. Uh-huh. And it actually is going to impact not just us as being African-American, but it's going to actually 
help and 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 give happiness to the whole world but we have to start within us then it has to go to our family and then it goes to our business and then we can change whatever we have in our hand and so that's what it kind of me i know that was kind of a big explanation but it goes way deep uh-huh. even to my childhood and, and my mom and dad always told me that i can do whatever i put my mind to so I, I, whoever I speak to, no matter what the platform, that's what I want to encourage and motivate them and yeah. build them up that yeah. they actually can do that as well. Whatever they touch, it's going to turn out amazing because they're going to transform lives while they're doing it. Oh, my goodness. That was wonderful. That was absolutely wonderful. Oh, so that's such a perfect way to end today's show. So thank you, Dr. Sunday. Thank you for being here and thank you for your wisdom. Thank you. So if you want to know more and you like what you heard, don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment on the podcast. Also, follow the movement on our website, MindingMyBlackBusiness.com, and on our Facebook and Instagram pages under Minding My Black Business, and on Twitter under Minding My Black Biz. So peace and blessings to us all, family. And when you're out there and they ask you what you're doing, let them know that you're minding my black business.